Hello, and welcome to Viewpoints, Dominion DMS's video podcast where we highlight our vendor partners. I'm Sharon Kitzman, president of Dominion DMS, and today we have the pleasure of speaking to Ken Luna, vice president of Credit Miner. Ken, thank you for joining us today. It's my pleasure. Excellent. Um, before we get into some of the hard hitting questions, uh, maybe you could just give us a, a little bit of your background. Tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Credit Miner. Sure. So I am a, let's put it this way, a decades long industry veteran, <laughs> <laughs> as you probably know. Um, my early uh, years uh, in the industry were in the DMS world with uh, you know, uh, companies such as uh, Cars Incorporated and Display Data and this little company called UCS that I was <laughs> with for many, many years. And, uh, but I branched off from that um, and focused mainly in the uh, web development and uh, web ancillary technology area. Um, and that rolled me into helping start up Credit Miner which is at the time was a division of DRE process. We spun off into our own company about eight years ago. We're still joined at the hip um, with DRE, but we are a separate entity and the, the strategy there, uh, which we'll get into here in a, a few minutes when we talk about our offerings, uh, will become evident as to why we did that. Okay. Excellent. Well, it was great seeing you in January um, at NADA, and I'm, I trust that uh, so far, uh, 2023 has been a successful year for you. It, ha it has. It's kept us very busy. We've gotten, our, um, we've gotten ourselves involved with TransUnion, who's a, a really close partner of ours, uh, in developing and coming out with an API for uh, battling synthetic fraud. Uh, and matter of fact, I just spoke at the Auto Intel Summit in oh, Raleigh concerning okay. this very subject, which is one of those things where people go, what is synthetic fraud? And, you know, I have to explain that. But then when they realize and uh, the information is that that specific type of fraud cost our industry about a million a billion dollars a year, not a million, uh, a billion dollars a year. Um, it's, it's a problem that people don't think about a lot until uh, you're a dealer group or a dealership and you get hit with it. Right. And then, uh, then you know immediately what it is uh, after, you know, you've been charged back a few hundred thousand dollars by the lenders because you got taken and they're not going to be on the hook for it. Right. Right. Wow. Crazy. Crazy yeah. world we live in. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> so what sets Credit Miner apart um, in a dealer's eyes? What kind of unique value does Credit Miner bring to dealers maybe compared to some competitors that you okay. might have in our industry? Well, unfortunately, we only have 30 minutes, but so I'll try to summarize <laughs> this. <laughs> so um, on the soft credit pool side, which has been our historically been our focus, we only do soft pools. We have developed uh, uh, an FTC compliant, and it's very important offering that can go on a dealership's website or work within uh, their DMS or CRM protocol with our API and also marketing companies. We're doing a lot of uh, business with companies like uh, 
Drive Auto, which is part of Sinclair Advertising and also Driven IQ and some other companies. Um, and then also obviously Deuteri Process, but also one of their competitors, uh, Synchro, which is now Ansara, also uh, has us on their websites with a specific product to um, basically engage with people that want to get pre-approved, but don't want to give up their social don't want to give up any of their information. But what we do from an FTC standpoint is we take it to the next step. We do a firm offer of credit. We break it down by credit tier. So when the individual gets a response back, it's a valid response. It's just not the error or mm -hmm. someone saying, oh, you've been pre-approved, but it doesn't say what for. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've, we've gone to the nth degree to develop that for the industry. And as far as I know, and I'm always careful about this, but as far as I know, we're the only company that does that. Um, and it is an FTC requirement. If you've got that on your website or, you, or part of your advertising, you're saying get pre-qualified or get pre-approved, you have to respond, you have to document it, and you have to keep it for two years. And the response has to be a valid response. So that's one of the things we do. Um, the other big thing, like I was talking about a minute ago, is the synthetic fraud piece. Now, we've developed an API uh, for this with TransUnion to work in DMS systems, to work in CRM systems, to work in digital retailing systems, to work anywhere um, that synthetic fraud may be an issue. And also, uh, the fact that this is a text-based system where the individual takes a picture of the front and back of their driver's license and they take right. a selfie. Um, we've got companies that are interested in using this in, uh, in the driver's license collection uh, when you're doing test drives. Oh, so, okay. because you know what it does is eliminates the uh, employee, if you will, handling the license and maybe mistakenly leaving it out or making leaving a copy of it out Right. Uh, which will, you know, if a state inspector happens to be there, that's ten thousand dollars right there. You know, mm -hmm. if you get caught doing that, yeah. so it'll leave. So we built the API because instead of coming out with a product, because we believe that it needs to work within other processes for it to be effective. Sure. And so we're working with a lot of companies right now in getting that integrated and getting it built into their protocol. Great. All right. Um, you know, NADA puts out a lot of uh, facts and figures every year, but the one that um, I'm most interested in right now is that it says that dealers on average um, have 16 unique software solutions that they're using in some way, shape or form to operate their business. It could be something like credit miners API that's embedded into, you know, some other solution, or it could right. be something like a DMS, like a CRM, et cetera. I think about, um, you know, all the subscription services that I'm constantly trying to get rid of off of my phone and my TV and everything on a regular basis and yep. how hard it is to keep track of, you know, what you've signed up for and even harder probably to make sure that your team members in the dealership are using those solutions to their fullest potential. So most of those solutions want to integrate to the DMS at some level because the DMS tends to be 
kind of that, that central hub of data and information and almost everybody wants something to push into it or get something out of it. Um, if you think about um, our two businesses as partners, trying to help dealers um, streamline their solution, is there anything that Dominion DMS could do to help Credit Miner um, to kind of smooth that process, to make it more streamlined or more robust for our common client, the dealer? So, um, not put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> but you ask. I did. So, so we talked a little bit about um, the front end process uh -huh. and, um, you know, any system that is integrated uh, with Dominion DMS that has a front end process that um, is currently requiring a salesperson or sales manager to physically handle a driver's license, this API could be very helpful from that standpoint. If you're a digital uh, retailing solution that integrates in with Dominion, uh, the ability to have this anti-fraud solution built into it is also very beneficial. If you're a CRM or if you are a DMS, even in the F&I department, you can use that API, <clears throat> excuse me, API uh, and also the soft credit pool application at any point of that process. So, and then there's another API we have that I didn't mention yet, which is, uh, well, a couple of APIs. One, we have a vehicle valuation API through our, another sister company called uh, eAuto Appraise that has all the valuation tables from Kelly, from NADA, from BlackBook. Yeah. They're all available with our API partnership with them. And then we also have what we call a uh, plate to vin API so if you're in F&I or if you're in the service drive and you're not wanting to type out the entire VIN, uh, the plate can be entered in and it'll go out and fetch the VIN from that plate information and uh, pull that into whatever the system is. So we have a number of APIs, which is our specialty mm -hmm. um, out, outside of our one application that goes on dealership websites. But for the most part, most of what we do uh, is involved from an API standpoint. So as far as Dominion DMS is concerned, any systems or within the Dominion DMS system itself, these are all protocols that could be valuable and could be used accordingly. Right, okay. So take, take more advantage of what Credit <laughs> Miner has to offer and also make sure that uh, our other vendor partners know that those APIs are available from you as well. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Thank you. Um, all right. So you and I operate in an industry that has its ups and downs. And if I think back, you know, from the recession through to the pandemic and all the things that dealers have had to adjust to, um, sometimes very, very quickly um, in order to continue to operate their business and in, continue to employ people that live in their community. Um, I'm always thinking about how I can either add uh, operational efficiency into the system or you know, maybe help them squeeze another dollar out of a sale or two. 
As you sit down with your team at Credit Miner and, and think about your next set of APIs or solutions for the dealer, are you thinking about um, upside in the industry? Are you thinking about a downturn? And, and how are you thinking about how you'll help dealers navigate that? So, um, well, considering you and I both have been around a while, you're right. We both see it's like it's like kind of like riding a roller coaster. I mean, that's just basically our industry. You know, that's you right. go up and then you get the thrill going down, or it's not really a thrill mm-hmm. when you go down, but whatever. And um, it's really hard to predict. I mean, I, I, I think people think they know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but if you look back on predictions, most of the time they're wrong. I mean, <laughs> things outside of their control happen and right. things bad happen and things good happen. Or, I mean, the pandemic really brought that out. You know, I mean, right. there, there were so many things happening during that period of time where there was such gloom and doom at the beginning of it. And then everyone went like, well, this is really great for dealers, you know, and so <laughs> dealers just made out like bandits during it. So, and so now it's back to the norm, back to reality. And now we're finally getting back to where, yeah, you're going to have to start selling again. I mean, they have for a while, but so. With some, with some higher interest rates as well. It, it, right? Exactly. So um, uh, from that standpoint, and, and we've just always felt this way, when you're telling somebody, a consumer, that they can get pre-approved and, and you're giving them that information, you're actually telling them what they can get pre-approved for without, you know, BSing them with the mm-hmm. response. Um, I think that's very valuable. Uh, and um, I think it's valuable for the consumer. It's certainly valuable for the dealership. Um, if they have the right personnel and know what to do with the information, you know, that's a, sometimes that's a big if. Mm-hmm. But uh, the lead that they get back from that, um, you know, containing all the credit info about that person, con- containing their FICO score, gives them an idea of where they are credit-wise and what they really realistically can afford or not afford. I mean, that's the way if I was a dealer or a dealership, you know, yeah. employee, uh, I'd be thinking about it from that standpoint, making sure that we've got this person in the right fit and making sure we're putting them in the right car. So no one's wasting their time, right? Exactly. You know, yeah. And, yeah. and not wasting the valuable time of the dealership. <clears throat> um, the only thing that you have to be careful about, and dealers know this better than I do, and all the ones that I speak with on an ongoing basis, it's, you know, the credit score and the information you get is only part of the puzzle. <laughs> uh, you know, so you got some information there, but use it wisely. It's not everything. Uh, it just gives you an idea. But going back to the to answer your question, I think that's very important. And also protecting consumers' data. You know, the it's not just that, you know, this anti-fraud uh, system that, you know, we've come out with with TransUnion with our API. It's not only that it's protecting the dealership, but we're really protecting the consumer too. If someone has stolen their data or someone has falsified information about any piece of their data, uh, this protects them, at least in that particular situation and that particular environment. In a lot of cases, it can kind of bring out that, you know, someone's stolen an identity and they didn't even know it and it's trying to be used uh, and you find out about it. Mm-hmm. So, and that happens on a daily basis. My poor son, 
yesterday came to me and said that uh, his information had been hacked from a, a lender that you know he had borrowed money from uh, about a year ago, and now all of a sudden, you know, and they didn't even notify him. He just found out about it just because something showed up on his credit report uh, that wow. that he had not initiated. And wow. once he did the digging on it, so all of that, and that's not going away. That's getting right. worse. No, it's getting worse. Right. Yeah. So, so any defense that we can bring to the industry, both from the consumer and the dealership standpoint, we believe is very valuable. Yeah, I agree. Excellent. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you and your team probably um, integrate as you mentioned already, with a lot of CRM providers, a lot of DMS providers as uh, uh, through the process, yep. without naming names, right? If you think about um, the experiences that you've had uh, through that integration path, is there any advice for myself or my team of how we can make this process easier for vendors going forward? So I would say, um, uh, and this is me preaching to the choir here, I know. So, <laughs> but I would say, at least from our, the way we've designed our APIs and the way that we implement them, it's just, they're very well done. They're very, um, I wouldn't say simple, but they're, they're plug and play type APIs. Okay. Uh -huh. they're, you know, and yeah. it's what you do with the information and how you build it into your own protocol mm -hmm. and then how you implement it uh, that's really the key. I mean, we've got one company, uh, and that will, as you said, remain nameless, and I'm yep. certainly not going to name them in this environment. I mean, they, they've taken this protocol, they've been highly successful in selling it, but there's a certain amount of documentation that you have to gather mm -hmm. uh, when, you know, we're dealing with credit bureaus here, and they, you right. can't just plug and play on them. You have to get their documentation that they need and there needs to be focus on that. And there needs to be just like, as you have to deal with from a DMS standpoint, there's so many moving pieces. Mm -hmm. When you install a DMS, uh, you got to have the proper documentation, the proper people and the proper focus both on both sides to make sure that it's done properly. We deal with that from an API standpoint and, our, and we track the success of our partners to see how they're doing and see if there's any bottlenecks or any roadblocks and then bring out to them and say, hey, you've done a great job of sending us contracts, but you're not sending us any documentation to get them launched. So, you know, and so that's yeah. one of the things that yeah, from a vendor side that you really need to be micro-focused on and being successful with any type of API or environment like that that you're working with. Excellent advice. Thank you. <laughs> um, if there's a dealer, if there's another vendor um, out there listening and watching uh, this podcast today, what's the best way for them to reach out and engage with Credit Miner? So um, our website is, as we discussed before the, the call, it's ecreditminer.com. Uh, you can uh, reach out to us. There's a toll-free number there. Uh, my uh, email address is kluna at ecreditminer.com. Uh, you can reach me that way. Uh, I have a very large presence on LinkedIn. 
uh, you can reach me on LinkedIn very easily. Uh, so those are probably the best ways to reach out to me. Okay, great. And if you're watching this podcast on the dominiondms.com website, you can navigate at the top uh, left to the partners page. And we have a list of all of our partners and you can find Credit Miner there, which will link you to their website directly as well. Excellent. All right. So um, as we've already established, we both have multiple decades in this industry, and this industry is a fascinating industry. It's ever evolving, as we talked about earlier. But one thing that sticks with all of us that are in this industry are the cars. So do you have a favorite car, Ken? Do you have a favorite car memory? Do you have a favorite muscle car? What sticks out to you when you think about automotive, automotive, automobiles in the automotive industry? So I've had a number of vehicles, obviously, in my lifetime, <laughs> uh, but probably my favorite one is actually being revved up outside my door right now. You probably can't hear it quite here. It's, it, it's rumbling. Oh. It's my son's uh, 2015 50th anniversary Mustang. Oh, wow. uh, and uh, it is, um, it's a, it's a beauty. Wow. And, and uh, kudos for him for not uh, abusing this rocket ship that he drives. Uh, he's done a very good job of that. And it is his baby, you know, uh, mm -hmm. for many years until he got a serious girlfriend and now fiance. It, it, that was his date. I mean, he, he loves that car. So, um, uh -huh. so that would have to be uh, from a sentimental standpoint, even though it's not mine, I, I do obviously get to drive it. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, that's probably my favorite one. And the fact that he, he, I won't say where he got it from. I helped him purchase it along with my wife uh, that it was listed and they didn't realize they were selling a, a, a 50th anniversary vehicle. Oh. So he got a steal on this car. <laughs> and um, it's worth, I think it's worth more now than it was when he purchased it a few years ago. Wow. So, so anyway, that also makes it one of my favorites. Good, but, good uh, for him, because not <laughs> yeah, not exactly. many not many vehicles appreciate. So that's no, good. <laughs> very few, very few. So what color is it? It's uh, silver. Oh, nice, yeah. nice, excellent. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, and sure. thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Um, I know that all the information that you shared is going to be exciting for our dealers to hear and maybe some of our partners as well. So I appreciate, appreciate the time. Well, we appreciate uh, you giving us this forum to brag about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Great to see you again, Ken. Thank yep, you. Good seeing you too. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.